For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International, True Vine Cathedral, as he brings you the pure unadulterated word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down-to-earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the word of God. Hallelujah. Put your hands together one more time. I want us to pray this morning. Pray for yourself. That God will bless you. The one thing we need most in this life is a blessing. And that's blessing from God above. I want you to pray that Father bless me this afternoon. Bless me from today. Bless me from this point onwards. And let my life be seen by all people that I'm a blessed person. That clearly things are working on my behalf. In the name of Jesus. Just pray for yourself one, one minute. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning for another opportunity that is what you have given us. I pray that as we come into your presence, it is a special time with you. Let there be great anointing, let there be great favor at this time. And let us leave here clearly affected that we're in your midst. Bless and keep us all. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Are you happy to be in church? Tell somebody, others are watching football maybe. But we are blessed that God has made a way for us to be here in church. Hallelujah. Ask everybody, are you blessed? What do your neighbor say? Are you blessed? What did he say? Hallelujah. Ask him another question. Are you a tither? What did he or she say? They are quiet now. <laughs> the first question, are you blessed? They all say yes, we are blessed. The second question, are you a tither? Then some keep quiet. Hallelujah. And the reason why we are sharing about tithing is because um, tithing is a major path and key to being blessed. I didn't hear amen. Let me say it again. Tithing is a major path and a key to being blessed. Oh, you see, the amen didn't come. That's why. Only one person said amen. That's just me. <laughs> and the reason why many people can say they are blessed, but they are not blessed, is because they are breaking God's covenants of tithing. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here this, this afternoon? It is not what you say that I am blessed that blesses you. But the reality that you are blessed. You know, in one of the very well-known scriptures of the Bible, Deuteronomy 28, over there we see a list of blessings and curses. You must go there one day. There's a whole detailed chapter where Moses has listed about 15 verses of blessings and 39 of curses that come upon people when we don't keep the commandments of God. But a very interesting scripture which I believe um, applies to many of us is in chapter 29. After he has listed all the blessings and curses. Chapter 29 and verse 19. After Moses has taken his time to list all the blessings and curses that are possible for obedience, I mean, it's like if you obey, 
and if you don't obey then it says in verse 19 and it shall come to pass when he hear the words of this curse that he bless himself in his heart hey have you seen the scripture here that when the person is it when Moses has warned them one whole chapter of warnings chapter 28 warning them back and forth back and forth and then he says that after I've warned them all the chapters 28 he says that now somebody who has heard all these cases now first will bless himself and say I am blessed ask neighbor are you blessing yourself ask neighbor are you blessing yourself because blessing yourself doesn't work if you could bless yourself by now you're driving mercedes-benz tap your neighbor if you could bless yourself hey tap if you could bless yourself by now you have a range rover driving black one coming to park here or it's not true or it's not true if you could bless yourself look at your food look at your food if you could bless yourself is this the phone you would use bring out your phone said my neighbor let me see your phone let me see your phone is it yam or cassava <laughs> let's see what you're carrying look, look. saddle tape and glue has is holding the phone together yeah you see and what you have now is not what you want but we have been saying all those years I am blessed I am blessed how many have been saying I am blessed I've been saying it all the time I am blessed oh nami nami why they say amen and we have received verbal blessings are you here this morning we have received oral blessings many 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 times for many 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 years but look at the phone you are using ask him how did you come to church today did you drive a Range Rover or you walked ask him how did you come to church you came by a Range Rover Mercedes uh, by Trotro some crowd they walk and came that is a sign that things have not become what we expect and so the key I will tell you is that it is not what you say that because I say I am blessed this scripture says that less that he bless himself and say I have peace though I walk in the imagination it means that you are just saying things out of are you here this morning you are just saying things out of your imagination that oh how are things oh things are getting better things are getting better I mean it's a very good thing to say things are getting better don't say things are bad that one is true say things are getting better amen, amen. say it things are getting better <laughs> but are they getting better I know they sing oh double 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 they sing it it's a song but are you seeing double in your life except trouble eh? we are not seeing the things we are confessing hallelujah because it is possible to say one thing that is not actually true and that he bless himself whereas he has heard the words of a curse which you must escape and so this morning we are here to escape a curse amen oh i said amen, amen. we are here to escape a curse I was talking to somebody the other time and um, he bought a car from somebody and when he bought the car he went and had a small accident he went and hit somebody or, or or something and when they were doing the the body works the body works guy removed one of the panels and he saw in the car they have tied red cloth in their car he said, hey somebody had put something in my car so they removed it then he said no no now i must do something so he went and brought oil to anoint the car well well why uh, i'm canceling a curse 
that is maybe on the car amen, amen. you see there are things that people can do with the mind that i'm escaping a curse when you buy a car normally we anoint a car you just pray holy spirit bless this car let it be a blessing let it go and come we, we pray it that is a normal prayer of consecration we acknowledge god in our lives but he when he saw that feather and red cloth in his car under the driving compartment he said hey i must do something to escape a curse because somebody has cursed me one of my colleagues he was working somewhere one day he came to work and on his chair was what feather and things oh so he called us we should come and pray what prayer are we praying what prayer are we praying cancellation we are canceling a curse and praying for a blessing by god's grace he's still there on the chair <laughs> yeah he's still sitting down on the chair the chair the, the thing that happened hasn't worked you know but you see people are doing things to escape when they have seen a curse are you here when they have seen something against them spiritual they have taken steps to do something against it and to overturn it and so this morning i want to just suggest that maybe we too we should take steps and make a move to receive a blessing in our lives i didn't hear a good amen i mean we must begin to actively say god bless me i need a blessing and that is what esau was crying about a blessing is not theoretical it's not that something which is oh like uh anansi story Nancy is a story that we talk about no 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 a blessing is a real thing it's a very real thing amen, amen. and so i want us to this morning decide that me i want a blessing how many want a blessing how many really you want i see i want god to bless me amen, amen. hallelujah amen. and to receive a blessing there are conditions to receive a blessing malachi chapter 3 verse 10 to receive a blessing there are conditions even fathers when they have children they tell their child if you do this i'll do this for you if you do this i told my son if you get first class i'll give you extra pocket money it's a condition for a blessing or oh, it's not a good condition it's a good condition he got first class <laughs> yeah so then he gets a blessing malachi chapter 3 verse 10 and bible says bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse amen into either bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house tell your neighbor are you here this morning our reason for paying tithe is that the house of god will be blessed that is the reason for paying tithes the house of god the church will be blessed that there will be meat in the house of god are you here yes that you see where there is meat there's prosperity one day a certain man from south africa who was in ghana for about some time now then they asked him in an interview how do you find ghana so oh, ghana is okay <laughs> compared to south africa ghana is okay and that he was talking about a few things then they asked him so how is the food in ghana he said oh the food is very different and they asked him what do you mean he said in south africa we eat meat and rice ghana you eat rice and meat <laughs> you eat plenty rice and small meat we eat meat and small rice tell somebody is it meat and rice or rice and meat are giving you meat in the house they cut some one skin one small square of meat and they give it to you as your meat if you are lucky to get meat 
Sometimes they get guitar school boys. Or one man thousand. They just mash the, the fish into powder and mix it. And then you say, everybody, there's meat everywhere. Yeah, there's meat, there's fish, there's protein. If you are lucky, they'll give you one egg. They cut it to four. One, two, three, four people. Amen. But you see, God says, are you here? God says that, that there will be meat in his house. You see, as a church, we have an orphanage. That is Arabri. Next week, we are trying to take an offering for the orphanage. And it is only possible to build an orphanage and to take care of about 60 children. Where is the money from? It's from the church. I mean, an orphanage is a building that brings nothing. It's just a bill. And an orphanage is a total bill. Because you've built a building, then you bring in children who have no other supports. You pay uh, staff to be there. You feed the children. They go to school. You pay their school fees. When they fall sick, you pay their medical bills. And they grow and they, and they have to wear clothes. And you buy them clothes. And so an orphanage is a total bill. Are you here? And so for a church to be able to do an orphanage, they must have an income. They must have the financial power. I mean, a school brings school fees. It can balance itself. Not an orphanage. And so there must be meat in the house of God that the widows, the orphans, and the needy will be taken care of. And so God says that let there be tithes being paid in the house so that there will be meat in the house. Amen? Amen. Another activity we do is that as we are here, we are building churches for our branches. I mean, some of our branches, their whole income is 500 cities. I mean, that is their income, is 1,000 cities. A church where the income is 1,000 cities, the whole church, how can they build a building? Are you here? I mean, how can they... Ask about how much is one iron rod? Ask, do you know iron rods? Cement is 30 cities, or 32, or 30, 30 cities a bag now. How can a small church somewhere ever build their own building? It, it will take them a very long time. But where there's meat in a house, then a father can easily build a house for his children. Amen. May somebody build you a house. No, I'm not joking. May you receive a house you didn't build. May somebody open a door of blessing in your life. That you will easily have accommodation for the rest of your life. May you never be on the streets looking for shelter. It's a blessing. You don't understand. It's a blessing that you will never be holding your bag and your mattress. <laughs> you don't understand what I'm talking about. You will never be struggling to look for a place to sleep. It's a blessing. Amen. Amen. And it can happen when somebody has strong blessings to bless you. And so God says that, bring ye. Ask about who is the ye? Ask him about who is the ye? Oh, tap your neighbor. Ask him, who is the ye? It's you. You bring all the tithe into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And then God says, prove me. Try me in this. Test me and see whether I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. A blessing. The blessing that we are looking for, that we are confessing, that we are saying, I am blessed. My hands are blessed with the blessings of the Lord. Isn't that a song we sing? Ask me, but let me see your hands. Where is the blessing in your hands? Uh, Abraham's blessings are mine. I mean, do you have cattle? Ask him. Abraham's blessings are yours. Do you have cattle? Do you have one camel? 
do you have one servant ask oh hey ask your neighbor do you have one servant abraham blessings are mine abraham it's not there yet amen it's not by confessing but there is a way by which the blessings can really come where god says try me and see if i will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you will not have room enough to receive it the first sign of not having room to receive it are you here is that when your salary is coming there is some still in your accounts that's the first sign that's the first sign that you are blessed when the pay is coming it doesn't fall down give me a coin give me a coin when you drop a coin into empty accounts you hear what do you hear go, 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 go. empty account and they bring in money blank is empty yeah tell somebody those days must end in your life that you are waiting for payday to come hallelujah you are desperately waiting that meanwhile you are a believer are you not a believer hey you mind me this morning are you not a believer you are waiting 23rd 24th they begin to ask you oh i'll pay you two, two days time when i'm paid then i'll pay you when i'm paid then i'll pay you what does that mean you are waiting for clone 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 into your empty milotin then you can now pay out again hallelujah but i am believing god that a time will come when if your pay delays two weeks you will not know it i said a time is coming when if your pay doesn't come for two weeks you will not know it because you are moving on steadily you are doing all that you have to do all that you need to do you are doing everything consistently and if nobody gives you money for one month you're okay nothing will change in your life hallelujah that's a blessing that there's room there's room there's come i have room for it verse 11 how that blessing works and the lord says and i will rebuke the devourer for your sake and he shall not destroy the fruits of your grounds amen. amen there are two things that must not be in your life there are two things that if you see them in your life then a certain blessing from God has not yet come to you hallelujah amen. are you here two things number one the devourer and number two the destroyer the devourer and the destroyer these two elements must not be in your life amen who are these two people the destroyer when you go to exodus the lord says that and i'll pass through the land of egypt and when i see the blood on the doorposts and the lintel i will not allow the destroyer to enter into your house to afflict you there is a spirit that destroys amen, amen. are you here there is a spirit that destroys and when it destroys when something is destroyed what does it mean it means it becomes useless it becomes useless it doesn't work anymore and is unable to function hallelujah amen. i didn't hear a good amen, amen. to destroy is to reduce an object to useless fragments to demolish to ruin and to annihilate it means that the thing is no longer usable and is now spots hallelujah and so the destroyer look at first corinthians chapter 10 
and verse 10. And it says, Neither murmur ye, as some of you murmured, and were destroyed of the destroyer. Amen. Amen. And they were destroyed by the destroyer. There is a destroyer walking around, trying to destroy lives. And you see, when the destroyer comes, he just destroys. I was thinking, what happened on 4th June is a destroyer has just destroyed a whole city, a whole area. He just came to an area, saw water, saw petrol, and he just destroyed things, and he walked away. That's all. Senseless destruction. You say it's a mistake. No, no, no. How many floods have we had that there was no fire? How many times have we had floods in our crowd? Circle. Almost every rainfall. Circle floods. Tell somebody next time go to circle and go and see for yourself. Circle there, it floods always. We are always walk water here, here, or here. Choose one. You walk in the water. This is flooding always. But how come this time petrol came up from the ground? Because a destroyer passed to the place. And when he passed to the place, he just spot everything. One day I was, we were discussing something. And we said, listen, a few years ago, a destroyer passed through West Africa. Then war came, um, Ivory Coast. Then war came, say, alone. Then war came, Liberia. Then war, he said, ah, why is war coming everywhere? Just war, war, war. Every war that comes, they're killing people. Senseless killing. Long sleeve or short sleeves, choose one. Ask him, choose one. Long sleeves or short sleeves. Take your neighbor's hand and ask him, choose one. Choose one. Which one do you like? Long sleeves or short sleeves? Ah. Ah. I mean, and then, uh, young man, come. Come. Come, young man, come. And then, a young man like this, he doesn't have gun, he doesn't have knife, he can't even shoot, he is afraid. Uh, we are asking young man, what are you, why are you cutting his hand? Why are you cutting a young man's hand like this? What do you like? Long sleeves or short sleeves? Which one do you like? Short sleeves. <laughs> he doesn't know, he's a young man. He doesn't know what it is. It's a t-shirt. <laughs> One of the sad stories I watched, I watched it myself. A woman, she said that when the rebels came into her village, then she began to run. She and her daughter, they were running. Woman, she cannot run. They don't do jogging. They don't do trotting. They don't do anything. They eat fufu and sit down in the house. She couldn't run. So she fell down and the rebels came and caught her. She said she was pregnant. She begged them. Do you know what they did? They cut her legs here, here, both legs. And then they, they showed her in the wheelchair in the picture. She said she begged them. Oh, they cut her. I asked somebody, why do you cut a human being's legs? It's a destroyer who is just destroying things amen. amen listen some lives are being destroyed why should a grown man become alcoholic that he's just sitting down there uh, he's, just, he's just sitting down there when you ask him how are you saying i'm fine ah, one day i went to a house evangelism i went to a house and i saw a man a father sitting down there on a stool and the children were all around him everybody was doing that business and nobody minded an old man and then ah, I, I you know when I came first I was saying oh why are they ignoring the man there he was just sitting down there when he opened his mouth to talk I said uh-huh I see why I said look a father a husband has become useless such that his children don't mind him again. It's a destroyed life. Amen? Amen? Some people have become permanently unemployed. Permanently unemployed. Grown man, you are sitting down every day looking for money from your father's house. Check your neighbor. 
a man, 32 years old, your father is giving you pocket money still. Or your wife is working for you. Take your neighbor. Are you the man who is becoming destroyed? Take your neighbor. Are you the one becoming destroyed? You are becoming destroyed. That you are a grown man, 35 years old. You don't have income. You don't have income. Eh? You don't have income. You don't have paper. You don't have anything. A destroyer is somebody who makes everything useless. I was talking to somebody after the flood. He said, Pastor, you don't believe it. My house, everything is false. He said, oh, everything is false. I said, what do you mean? He says, do you understand everything? (laughs) Everything is false. TV, water, cooker, everything is false. I said, but your sofa sofa is false. The sofa is false. The sofa has, the death has gotten inside the sofa. You can't clean it again. And it's so wet. I mean, the sofa is sitting underwater for almost one day. He said that it is so wet that it will only dry. Ask somebody, even pillow that is wet, how long before it will dry? He said, everything. So I saw your clothes in the wardrobe. He said, oh, <laughs> the water took away everything. So, you see, the room contents are gone and the baller has come into the house. The baller has come into the house and the house things are gone. There's nothing left. He said, what I have is what I'm wearing. And I was wearing my night clothes. It's night. I'm in my house in the evening. I'm wearing some, just some, not my nice Sunday dress, some easy dress. You see, are you here? A destroyer, when it comes into your life, destroys everything. And suddenly you are nothing. You have been reduced. You have nothing. God says, I will rebuke the destroyer. He will not destroy the fruit of your hand. One of my friends, one day his daughter, who had just written the B's, what is after Jesus? B.C. Yeah, B.C. After, I just, she wrote the B.C. I just finished B.C. The results had just come. I think the same week the results came. Because she had 13 ones or that B.C., where do you get 13 ones? BC. You get 13 ones. That's the one there. Eh? Yeah. She had 13 ones. Not this time. Now this is Apostle. Not these days. This is long ago. About seven, eight, nine years ago. Before Apostle became so common. It's true. Now we don't trust your grade again. We don't trust your grade. It's true. She had 13 ones. And we're all so happy because somebody from Tamale has gotten 13 ones. We're so happy. We're so proud. Then that same week, I was going, his house is just next to the school. The school is this, the house is this. When I was going to the school, I saw many cars going to his house. I said, what has happened? He said, how did you head? I said, what? The girl is dead. I said, the girl just got 13 ones just last week. How she died? She has died. So I went to where it's true. It's true. She had just died. 13 ones. Tell somebody a destroyer can make everything useless. We are quiet this morning. You see, a destroyer, he doesn't come twice. He comes once. He doesn't come twice. When he comes once into your house, he has changed the house forever. He has killed the father, killed the mother, burned the business, spoiled the car. I mean, if the maid, I, I was also reading somebody came on TV the other time, not on TV, on radio or something. He was seen at Charlie, he's a taxi driver, he has borrowed money, the taxi is sports, he doesn't know what to do again. And he has a debt now to pay. And so a destroyer doesn't come into your life twice. That's the mistake that we think that, oh, because he hasn't come, he won't come. No, 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 no. You see, he shouldn't come at all. I didn't hear an amen. amen. I said he should not come at all. Yeah. One day I saw a man who was doing his house burglar proof. Hey, he got iron bar five eighths. 
to do the begla proof. Then he welded, he welded, he welded. I said, hey, what are you doing? He said, begla proof. I said, begla proof? It's not, it's not iron bar like this. He said, wait until armed robber come to your house once. <laughs> he told me, wait until what? Armed robber come to your house once. You understand what I'm doing? You understand? He said that one came to his house. He said it is so disturbing. You are so afraid. Anytime you hear, you are so afraid that no, no, you do anything. You, are, you, you tell somebody you are simple. You don't understand it, I'm rubber. You, you don't understand what it is. And destroyer doesn't come to your house twice. He comes once. And even the one, he shouldn't come. Amen. I didn't hear an amen. I mean, you must never say, after I'm raped, I'll recover. Tell the girl you're a foolish girl. Tell, tell, knock her head. I, I said, knock a girl's head nearby. You tell her you're a foolish girl. To think that after I'm raped, I'll recover by the grace of God. God will help my heart. I'll be okay again. After I'm raped, it's okay. God day I day. I'll not die. You're a foolish girl. Why should you wait to recover after such a thing? Rather, may it never happen in the name of Jesus. Some things must never happen in your life. Hallelujah. A destroyer must not enter your house. It must not touch your children. It must not affect your business. There must never be a destroyer touching anything that is yours. Because it is almost impossible to recover from a destroyer. Egypt, they told Pharaoh, up and out. They told Pharaoh, can you not see that Egypt is destroyed? And then Pharaoh called Moses, up, tonight, go, now, go tonight and bless me. Because why? A destroyer had now passed to this town and the man who has refused nine plagues, he has, re- he has been able to withstand nine times the curse of God, nine times he could withstand them frogs, lice, everything. Nine times he didn't change his mind. When a destroyer came to his house that day, hey, Moses, Aaron, take your bag. Out, go now, now, in the night. That's why he said, I'm leaving bread. They left fast, hastily. Because the destroyer had passed to their house. Are you here tonight? Tell somebody, may no destroyer ever enter your house. That God will rebuke him and stop him but the other person is the devourer is the devourer the destroyer comes only once when he comes he has spoiled everything the devourer he doesn't come once he lives with you (laughs) He, he, he comes into the house and he begins to spoil things small small let me give you a scripture the scripture is the best way to explain what i'm talking about are you here the devourer Deuteronomy 31 Deuteronomy 31 verse 15 and the lord appeared in the tabernacle in a pillar of cloud verse 16 and the Lord said unto Moses, Behold, thou shalt sleep with thy fathers. Verse 17. And the people shall rebel. Verse 17. Then my anger shall be kindled against them in that day when they forsake me. And I will forsake them. And I will hide my face from them. And they shall be devoured. And many, I reading, Many evils and troubles shall befall them. So that they will say in that day, Are not these evils come upon us because our God is not among us? Amen. Amen. Many evils and troubles shall befall them. Address Small, 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 small things in the house will go wrong. In Joel, it says, What the palmer worm has eaten has left 
the locust has eaten. What the locust left, the canker worm has eaten. It means that what is eating your things are worms. Worms. Ask your neighbor, how much can a worm eat? How much? How much? A worm is some tiny gogomi like creature like this. That's all. It has no mouth. Has the worm got a mouth? No mouth. That's a mouth. We are not sure. A worm. Even a snake is big and dangerous. Like a worm. But the worm is the power. I mean, even a worm, children can take worm with their hand. They don't fear worm. How much can a worm eat? You say, oh, nothing. But when there are plenty worms in one place, hey, they will eat everything. They will eat everything. Do you know wood lice? Wood lice. There are some tiny, tiny, small, 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 small animals like lice. How many have had lice before in their head? You will say it. You will say it. Every secondary school boy has had lice in their head before. Lice. It's a must have. Lice in your hair. It's like a lice, small lice. But they enter the wood of your furniture. When you look at your furniture, one day you are sleeping and you see white powder under your furniture. Call the police. Hey! Come and arrest wood lice in my house. Because a major trouble has come upon you. A major trouble. When you see wood lice, tiny, tiny. How many have had some before in a bed? In a bed. You have in a bed. You don't have a bed. You don't have wood lice. You don't have a bed. May your bed come one day. May it be a proper hard wood bed. Not a wild board bed that can entertain wood lice easily. When they come into a bed, you, you see, it's like nothing. It's like nothing. It's almost like I see two or three holes in the wood. That's all you see. Oh, pastor, only a small hole. Oh, I saw one hole here, one hole here, one hole here. It's not a problem. It's, not a, it's a problem. It's a real problem. Because they are eating your furniture from inside. One day when you sit down, it will break. Hey, what happened? A thief has come. No thief has come. A wood lice has been eating your furniture for a long time. Small, 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 small. Is it good English? Small, small. It's good English. You understand small, small? Yeah. You see, I was talking to some people at the time and we were discussing. Have you not seen sometimes that you buy things and they don't last? Somebody said he bought two irons in one year. I said, why? He said, oh, I bought one, it didn't because I bought another one. I said, no, 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 no. An iron doesn't last six months. An iron is to last two or three or four years. That's a proper iron. Even home-use iron craft, they can last even longer than the new ones. Ah, you go and buy a kettle. After three months, the kettle has bent. So oh, it's okay. It's not okay. You have gone to waste your money on a kettle that has burnt after three months. It should not burn. It shouldn't burn. Go and buy food. After three months, four months, if you cry, the day you buy it, it's not working. It's not working. So it's a used food. Used food. Some people have used food. They use it for two years. Yeah, they buy the same phone. They go to the same people. Refurbished Nokia, refurbished. They, they buy the things and they use it for two years. I have a phone about three years old. My kids are laughing at me right now. They say, my phone is old. I said, it's working. They said, I should change it. It's working three years. Why should I change a phone three years? They say, oh, I must change it. I did. Then it fell down. They say, you see. But you see, your things should not spoil fast. I'm preaching this morning when some things in your life spoil too fast a devourer is maybe eating and consuming your wealth and your strength because God has not rebuked the devourer and so he is free and loose in your house and that is why money that should be saved is being often spent on other things 
I know a certain house. Almost every two months, their children, one has malaria. Almost every two months, one child has malaria. It's merry go round. Malaria, malaria, malaria. Malaria, malaria, malaria. Malaria, malaria. It's going around. And every child malaria has about 20 cities. They go and buy medicine, go to hospital, do cut. Every child malaria, about minimum 20 cities. So I was thinking, this family, you are using a lot of money on malaria for children. Malaria is not a disease that should be a problem now. It should not be a problem. How come only you always baby running temperature, fever, every time bills? Hey. At first, I thought it was normal. And I said, no. Somebody is chopping your money. Amen. Amen. And this cycle of things spoiling, there is not much you can do about it. That's my message this morning. If you are here and what I am describing, you have seen before in your life, things that spoil easily. I mean, your car often has faults from the brake to the lights, trafficator, fuel pump, uh, uh, carburetor. That is always a cycle. Are, are you here? Or your child, one child didn't pass, he passed, one child fell sick, one child. You see a cycle of bills coming into your life. It says many evils and troubles. There is nothing you can do about it. Because every time you are actually fixing a real problem in your house. Do you understand? There is not much you yourself can do about iron has bent. It has bent. Finish is bent. The kettle is bolt. It's bolt. That's it. Your child is sick. He is sick. He is actually sick. Either you do the medicine or he may die in your hands. When the trouble has come, there is not much you can do yourself to stop it. Because it is a real evil and trouble. What you can do is pray, Oh God, Malachi chapter 3 verse 11. What you can pray is, Lord, rebuke the devourer. That is what you can do. That is what you can do. And God says that I will, not you, I, God, I will stop the devourer from coming into your house. The same way, Exodus chapter 12, he said that, and I will not permit the destroyer to enter your house. I, God, I will stop him. I will stop him, not you. What can you do? Listen, what can you do about armed robbers? Not much. I said not much, really. If an armed robber is coming to your house, there is not much you can do. One man went and made his house a fortress. Then the armed robbers came. How they come? When he opened his gates, they came with him into the house. What can you do? When you open your gates, you get down to open your gates, then they are there. Why here? Why here? Let's go. Let's go. Why here? Why here? Will you say, I will go again. And the gate is open and you are standing there. Let's go. We all go. Let's go. We all come. You have done everything, but they can still come. Listen, are you here this morning? At a certain point, only God can help you. And he says, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. I, God, I will stop there. He said, I will not allow the devourer to enter your houses to smite you. I will stop him. I will not allow him to come to your house and destroy things. I will not allow your children to become sports. Do you think that you are the one making your children good? Hey, hey, where are the parents? Do you think that you make your children good? A certain lady. When she born her child. Hey, very good girl. So, I'm a good parent. <laughs> then she born the second one, very quiet boy. So, I'm a good parent. And then she saw some other boys. Oh, why, why can't some parents control their children? Why cannot some parents make their children sit still? They are not good parents. Because my children sit still. 
Then she born the third one. <laughs> hey! Because I heard your cries. Trouble, baby. I mean, trouble. You know, trouble. Hi. Mother, Mensah. I am Mensah is a very bad boy. Trouble. No parent must think that I'm a good parent. It is God who has kept us. Yeah. It is God who has not allowed our children to be tempted by the temptations of this world. It is he who has kept their heart such that all these things that are going on, somehow they haven't done some. Don't say me, I warn them, pa. Eh, me, I warn you. When you do, you see what I'll do to you. So you don't know what they are doing now. You don't know what they are doing. It is God who must rebuke the destroyer and the devourer such that they do not enter into your life. Amen. Amen. One way to that thing is that you pay your tithes. When you pay your tithes, you are not bribing God. You are establishing a covenant that me and God, we have a covenant. And the sign of that covenant is the communion and the tithe and other things. The tithe is one of the signs of the covenant that we have that God is our God and we are his people. And that covenant is that Lord, whatever you give me, I will bless you with 10%. That is your portion of my increase. Whatever you give me as increase, whatever it is as increase, me, I pledge and I determine, I will honor you and I will give you a fraction back of it because I know where it came from. That's why we normally say every good person who starts to work, your fair salary, take it to your father. And when I began national service and they paid me my first pay, I took the envelope like this. And I went to my father. I said, Charlie, now I'm working. I have a salary. This is my first pay. Get. I gave it to him. And he took it. When he took it, he held it. Then he removed one note and gave the rest back to me that I've taken it. I've received your first salary. He took one note out of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying that I know my life is not my doing. I didn't pay my school fees. I didn't keep myself. I, I'm in secondary school, university. He paid all my fees, all my, films, uh, my, my fees, my bills. He paid everything. In the same way, we too, we have come to God. We say, Lord, we acknowledge and we accept that everything we have is from you. Every blessing. Why no Amba has come to our house is God. Why you have gone to our crime and come back 10,000 times, you didn't die on the road is God. Why has somebody's brother died and not you is God. One pastor called me, his mother-in-law went to town on Wednesday after today, they haven't seen her again. Ah, where, where is your mother in our crowd? Where is she? She's home. Wednesday she went out to town and came home again. It's God. I'm preaching this morning, it's God. Yeah. It is God who has made all these things possible. And when we come to say that we are tithing, we are tithing, we come here. Give me a tithe card, give me an envelope. When you come and stand here with an envelope and you stand here and say, Tithers come, and you come and stand like this, you are saying that I know it is God. That's what you are saying. I know as I stand here facing the altar and I, you see me wearing shirts, wearing shoes, I'm looking correct. It's not me, it's God. That is my confession as I come here. God said that try me and see and I will rebuke the devourer. I know that that is why I am blessed. A devourer has been rebuked in my life. I know why I can go to a cry and come because God has kept the destroyer out of my path. I know. I know why my kids are doing well. God has blessed me with favor. I know why my church is growing. God has been good to me. Yeah, that's why when you come and stand here with a tight card, with an envelope, with a tight, you are saying that I recognize God. I recognize God in my life. That's all. That's why I'm preaching this morning. I want us to, as a people, to say clearly, it is God. Who has blessed us that he will bless pour forth a blessing 
pour forth a blessing and then rebuke the devourer and the destroyer how many want this blessing in their lives how many want the devourer to be rebuked in your house how many want your house to be a blessed place a house of laughter a house of contentment a house where things don't go wrong how many don't want to see a destroyer passing through your house only once but that one trip will destroy everything in your house a fire in your house only one only one fire only one accident is all you need in this life then your hand is cut off or your leg is cut off only one accident you need and you are paralyzed from the waist down only one accident you need in your life then you have become a, a, a cripple oh not two accidents not even half one is all you need then your life has changed the destroyer the devourer must not enter into our homes and the blessings of god they come not by shouting but by god blessing us hallelujah this morning i'm here i want us to honor god with our tithes i want us to be a people a church that can say pastor me i tithe yes i want us to be a people every member can say clearly definitely me i tithe i'm a tither i'm a tither hallelujah i am a tither amen my prayer this morning is lord let your word be true in the name of jesus let your word come to pass according to your promise in the bible you said you will pour forth a blessing in our lives that we shall not have enough to receive it let it come to pass in the name of jesus lord rebuke the devourer and the destroyer in our lives save us from destruction save us from things that will spoil our lives let no evil come our way in the name of jesus i pray oh god this morning let there be a blessing falling on your people in the name of jesus let great favor be our portion let us receive only good news and good things let there always be just happy news coming to us in the name of jesus whatever we touch let it flourish wherever we go let us receive favor may men help us may we receive open doors may our fruit be established on this earth may they be lasting and established in the name of jesus lord watch over our families keep our spouses bless our children let there be peace in our homes i pray for our business our work our professions our careers let us be established in our workplace wherever we go let us do well let us flourish in our business let us be promoted in our workplaces let everything work to our benefits in the name of jesus father we give not because we are rich because we believe in you we know that you are the blesser you are the one who watches over us today we say lord have your way in our lives bless us bless us let your blessings come upon this house upon us let your blessings fill our lives and cause us oh god to rejoice always to rejoice always in the things that we have seen let this seed fall into a good soil and bring forth much in jesus name amen amen may you receive good things may you always have good news may you always hear people say great things about you in the name of jesus may you never hear anything negative or anything wicked about yourself but maybe such that god is clearly on your side in the name of jesus amen put your hands together listen those who are not tithers i am preaching to you 
why will you not live and be blessed why will you not choose life and blessings hallelujah We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International True Vine Cathedral, located at Bamtama, behind the Confidence Eating Place. This and every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.